Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Matrix Green Pill podcast. I am Namita Thakkar, and today I'm really excited to introduce you all to our guest of the week. Mehek Vasa is a lawyer by profession, but was inclined towards numerology, graphology due to some personal experiences, and she decided to delve deeper into these subjects to get a better understanding. Today, because of her deep knowledge and experiences, she's conducting workshops and one-on-one sessions for individuals and corporates to help them change their life for better. So, let's hear all about the art and science behind numerology and graphology from the expert herself. Mehek, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, Namita. First of all, I would like to thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Awesome. You're most welcome. <laughs> My name is Mehek Vasa and I'm from India, born and brought up in Mumbai. I am a graphologist, numerologist and a logo analyst. I'm also a practicing lawyer and I practice corporate law in Mumbai. I'm also associated with few NGOs where I teach dance and my interest in graphology and numerology has peaked in due course of time where I've realized how it helps people and how lives are changing. So at this point in time, I am doing it right, left and center and I've been analyzing people started it without any plan of action. But today I'm here analyzing hundreds of people. I know you're a lawyer by profession. How did this transition happen? Are you still working as a lawyer? And this is what you do because you're not passionate about it. And how do you balance both your career paths? Yes, I'm still working as a lawyer. So how this graphology and numerology started for me was I was always inclined and inquisitive about psychology in general. But then I chose law as my career path and then went ahead in that. In third year of my law, my sister introduced me to this concept called graphology numerology, where it blew my mind to a point where handwriting can tell your traits, your handwriting can talk about you. That's where I researched a lot more on it. That's where I decided to pursue it deeper to actually learn it from professionals. And then I decided to join an institute called DDLC, mm-hmm. the Page Data Logical Center. And I learned it from the Page Data Sir to a point where he motivated me a lot more to do this. He told me once that you are a very amazing counselor, you should go ahead and pursue this. And I, of course, laughed it off because in my head, I wasn't like going to do it professionally. It was more on like, I'm interested, I'm going to go ahead and learn it. But later on, when I did it for friends, friends of friends, family, I realized that it's actually helping people. I realized that people are solving their battles that they never spoke about. That was the time where I thought, okay, if it's actually helping people, do it for people who need it. And that's how it started for me. I was always doing a job, like there was a law job. So I was in a full-time job. And along with it, I was doing graphology sessions, one-on-one meetings, everything was happening to a point where I realized that doing a full-time job is not allowing me to pursue this Mm -hmm. extremely well. That's where I took that scary decision of leaving a job and freelancing as a lawyer itself so that I can pursue graphology Mm -hmm. equally. As scared as I was to take that decision, I knew if I don't take that step, I might not do what I really like. If it works out, which it rightly did, I'm doing everything that I wished for. So right now I'm freelancing as a lawyer and a graphologist. And to my surprise, the chain of events have turned in a way that I have been invited by criminal legal teams to work on forensic reports 
to analyze oh the accused God. and the criminal's handwriting to understand the traits of a criminal to understand the traits of an accused i've also assisted in few cases where suicides were involved mm-hmm. to understand those suicidal notes and in the postmortem reports yeah. to see where this was going on and i just realized wow i was juggling between the two and now i'm here actually doing both together like assisting as a graphologist and a lawyer in one of the legal cases so i think life has its own way to turn absolutely absolutely amazing my goodness i mean really i don't know how the benefits of graphology numerology are in the when you say that you know you are reading these suicidal notes and uh, helping uh, basically what you spoke about the criminals and everything how does it work what is the concept for our listeners to understand it in simple terms like how does this work what is behind it what's the science behind it or the art behind it And yeah how can you gauge a personality trait by looking at the handwriting and doesn't the handwriting keep changing i mean what's the concept like one of the things that is about graphology in general mm-hmm. is i necessarily do not read what you've written mm-hmm. the write ups or the content that's there is not important right. what's more important is the way you writing the strokes the spacing mm-hmm. the angles your particular alphabets how far you've taken your g or how far you've taken your e mm-hmm. all those alphabets talk a certain way about you and graphology is a remedial study so there are remedies to it so the things that you've become over a period of time you can undo it and become a better version of yourself mm-hmm. so if i have to give you an example where you understand graphology and numerology in a better light mm-hmm. it is more like say my birth date is 5th of january 1999 all of us take birth with certain birth strengths weaknesses yeah. everyone so say my birth date allows me to be an extrovert friendly mm-hmm. person talkative then i went to school and hypothetically girls bullied me boys made fun mm-hmm. of me someone betrayed my trust a friend lied whatever that was mm-hmm. then i decided that okay now i don't want to be friends with so many mm-hmm. people i want to be an introvert i don't want to talk to so many people so all of us when we go through so many situations in our life we decide to be a certain person after every situation that passes yeah. by so whatever you have become because of n number of situations that happen in your life reflect in your handwriting mm-hmm. which is why your handwriting keeps changing which is why your handwriting's never constant and that's right. because your mind is constantly adapting to the situations that are going on around you and then there is numerology which allows you to understand what you were always supposed to be so in mm. the sessions that i do like the one on one client meetings and the sessions and the workshops is where i understand that okay in numerology you were always supposed to be pqr cut to in graphology you've become abc so now if this pqr and abc have like a massive disparity going on that means something's off you're not channelizing your strengths you're not doing what you were always supposed to do something's gone off in the journey where you've become a different person and then the entire process is to get back to connect to your original self and then thrive and do whatever comes your way so that in general is the session that is about where graphology and numerology come in petra and graphology also has handwriting and signature analysis mm-hmm. so signature analysis in itself is a different concept altogether moreover this is called as neuroplasticity what is neuroplasticity it is more like me telling you i want to change my impulsive nature okay let's do it i want to change my 
nature of overthinking so much okay let's do it now how do you do this you change your handwriting in a certain way and that eventually undoes the things that are going in your head it's a long process it's not a easy right. process it takes time to change that handwriting but the day you do it you will very well know yourself how you're not dwelling too much into a thing mm-hmm. how you've been patient so that's the entire process where you become a better version of yourself today not many of us are actually writing you know we're using laptops and yeah. computers and of course mobile phones when you say that if a person wants to change a certain trait because of certain experiences that he's gone through or situations and now he wants to work on that he wants to change that but we are not really practicing writing every day we're not even writing every day yeah, so then what is like how does this work what's the solution or you make them write at least a few lines every day to bring that change in them how does this work Yes that's true so one of the most basic remedies which i will go ahead and tell it to everyone even hearing this mm-hmm. and us also that start writing so many clients mm-hmm. end up telling me my hand is hurting i'm not able to write more than this mm-hmm. how can your hand hurt writing a sheet of paper when as a kid you were writing journals and books yeah. and everything right it's that only the more you write the more you are using your head your more you are actually channelizing everything that's going on with you the more you use your tablet phone laptop that's a problem but again it's a realistic approach i totally agree all of us work on these technology which is Mm-hmm. but what we should inculcate in our daily life is journal down things mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to write how your day was just write anything and everything but make it a habit to write because the more you write you will know it for yourself that you're becoming a better person and then you correct those handwriting and write it more so mm-hmm. now you're practicing the right handwriting and going on the right path at the same time Mm-hmm. so one of the basic remedies to everyone who's constantly on their phones making notes on their ipad stuff like that guys get a notepad get a pen start writing and you will see how things change for you you can't reveal much about what you spoke earlier about you know how you are basically helping uh the system understand the psychology of a criminal or suicidal notes that you are reading but how does this help because that situation has already it's done it's over now by analyzing their handwriting how does it help this do they conduct counseling sessions or how does this work so i'll give you a very small example a very small thing there was a case where mm-hmm. it was about forged signatures it was claimed that one person has signed both the signature like different signature but it's a forged signature and it was like a very important document that was signed so that document was in custody it was in the entire case and mm-hmm. that's where we analyze that signature so if you try and sign a certain way there are yeah. certain strokes you can't do on yes. like on the face of it it looks quite similar like if i give it to you or mm-hmm. anyone you mm-hmm. feel yeah it's the same like everything same but no a smallest dot or a smallest um stroke here and there can change the entire mindset of a person like if you are stressed you cannot do it peacefully and if one of the signature i see that there is stress in their signature and if that person has done the same signature he's forged the other signature and if there i cannot see that stroke that means right. no it's impossible to not do it mm. so in that case we realize that the signatures are not forged it's just how it looks on the face of right it. so instead of actually dwelling into it of course it's not evidence but it's an indicative method to understand the case better 
Talking about signatures, I mean, I have this experience all the time when I go to the bank, they'll make me do my signature again and again because the initial when I opened the account or when I got my card, the signature that I had has changed over a period of time because I'm not able to probably, like you said, the strokes are probably a bit different. Now, why does this happen? My own signature, but I'm not able to do it like the way (laughs) I've done it in the past. Yeah, I know it's funny, but it's so real. It happens. It happens with everyone. And I'm sure everyone can relate to it. Right. But that's also because the course of time, tensions have increased. There's mm-hmm. so much stress regarding work. Okay, I want to do this. I was trying to do this. This didn't work out. I want to start this. So a lot of things that are in your head don't allow you to write a certain way. It's very similar. Like I've seen so many signatures and when I see their pan cards or their signature that they were doing back in the day, they were easily writing the entire name. And now they're writing three words and then just scribbling in the end. Why? That's because there is no patience. There's a lot of giving up attitude sometimes where you don't want to write it till the end. Like your hand is not going there. Your brain is not letting it happen. So that's where you improve it. So now when I say you improve it, You're forcing your mind to do a certain thing that it was not ready to do in the first Mm -hmm. place. But you're consciously trying to do that. And the more you try to do that, it actually comes in your system. I know it sounds very bizarre, but it is true. The moment you start doing it, you will see it for yourself. How, although you're doing something consciously, things are actually changing in your mind. They're changing the traits. Everything's going around in your mind. Amazing. Yes. I mean, what handwriting can do, right? You never think on such a deep level about it. And Mehak, is there like an age limit? This can be applied on kids as well. It can be applied on everyone, anyone who writes. As simple as that. There is no range limit to this. I myself have had clients ranging from a 14-year-old to a 60-year-old from different backgrounds of their life, from different phases of their life. I have had a client who's been a soldier. I've had a client who's a dancer, actor, singer, a corporate worker. So many people who are coming from a different background. Their cultural values are different. Yet, your handwriting, whatever's mm-hmm. going in your mind. A lot of times we can pretend to be confident, mm-hmm. but there's so much anxiety. A lot of times you pretend to be the happiest person on this planet, but no, there's something that's really bothering you. So whatever actually is happening, mm-hmm. you cannot lie in your handwriting. You might lie to the world. You might pretend it to the world that I'm the happiest person on this planet. But the moment you pick up that pen and the moment you start writing it down on a sheet of paper, you will not able to do anything about your hand stopping somewhere. It will go there. When you started off, what was the initial idea you had in mind and how is that different than what you have achieved now? The initial idea was more like self-help, being inquisitive, being able to understand yourself better. After I saw so many things happening around me, people changing, today this has actually gone ahead. Initially, the plan was I was analyzing people in Mumbai, India, to a point where now I'm analyzing people all across the globe. Everything that's happening, I've helped hundreds of people at this point. Helped people choose careers, saved breakups, divorces, named babies, which is such a sweet thing, resolved Mm -hmm. family relationships, investment guidance, medical remedies via graphology, corporate workshops have started, corporate events have started. Graphology pop-ups, like in those carnival, college fests, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Private consulting, company names based on numerology. I've also done one of my biggest things in 2022. That was the international graphology workshop that I had in Dubai. Educational institutes, and you would know that because I had (laughs) that matric. That was amazing, yes. 
Tell me, Mehak, along this journey that you've started, who has been your biggest support and how have they helped in your journey? It has been my family, but not even once was I questioned as to why do you want to do it? How is it going to help? It was just like, you want to do it? Do it. That is something that's so powerful. My brother, he's my biggest critic as well as my biggest validator. And then having set of friends. So to have that set of people, like those friends who pushed me to do, they're still pushing me. Mom, dad, family who are never holding you back. Very, very nice. And yes, truly you're blessed, dear Mehek. Not everyone realizes this. And I'm happy and glad that your family and friends have come out to be such a strong support system for you. That brings us to the last question. Before getting into the session with you, what is that one thing you advise your clients to keep in mind? I would tell people that you have nothing to lose when you get into the session. You have nothing to lose. Your life has been on before this also and it's going to be the same after this also. All you're going to be doing is be more aware. It's like weather forecast. You know it's going to rain so you're going to go with an umbrella rather than just going without one. It's the same. When you know that certain things are up for you, you will be more prepared for it. It's not going to change, but it's just your perspective is going to change towards it. So many times I get messages from clients where they tell me that on a regular day, I must be crying. But today I'm laughing because I'm like, okay, I knew. I get so many messages where they end up telling me that I finally learned to say a no. That's one line of message that I wake up to. And I know why exactly they are telling that. Things like these happen after the session. The, The more people are so scared before it, they come with a very cynical mindset where they're like, God knows what is it? It's going to be scary or something mm-hmm. like that. But to a point where they realize that not only is it accurate, but they're so astonished to a point where they understand that this can actually help. Yes. So I would Very only true. tell people entering the session, like life is going to be waves that to take mm-hmm. you up, take you down. But I think we need to be just that boat with sails through it, no matter what. So how do you become that person? Is by becoming a stronger version of yourself is by becoming a better version of yourself. Absolutely. Well said. Amazing. Thank you, Mehek. Now we have come to a very exciting segment of our show. We call it the rapid fire. It's our version of the game show. But for you, especially today, we have a twist here. I'm sure our listeners are going to be very curious to know more about their birth numbers. And I know you can't go in detail about this on the show on this uh, podcast but very quickly in a rapid fire style if you can tell us one personality trait for each number I think that would be great Perfect. are you ready to. yes let's start with birth number one so that will basically be for number one 28 number 10 right yeah the very competitive wants to be at number one position no matter what and they make it awesome birth number two very emotional and very, very creative. Like they know their way around things. Awesome. Birth number three. Extremely broad-minded, will only talk knowledge, big visions, big thoughts. Okay, number four. Unique choices, amazing diplomats. They exactly know how to get their things done. Number five. Extremely talkative, amazing spokesperson. Number six. In general, lucky in nature, loves luxury, loves traveling. Awesome. Number seven. Very Mm strong-headed. Amazing intuitions. Number eight. Detail-oriented. If they get involved into something, they cannot get out of it. Number nine. Fun fact, they'll always be very young and lively and all of that. A that. Be physically very strong. 
Awesome. So I think we've covered all. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Merrick. I'm sure that's going to create a lot of curiosity, and I'm sure people <laughs> with the birth numbers are going to be able to relate to the trait that you mentioned, and kind of you to not say one but so many traits for yeah. us. So thank you for that. Before we wrap up, we would like to ask you about your green pill moment. What was your green pill moment? The action or event that was the turning point for you or your career? My green pill moment. Okay, it is this. one very vivid incident that i remember in this journey of my graphology and numerology is very start in this journey there was this one couple mm-hmm. who were my clients they wanted to part ways they were on the verge of that divorce they were in a very rough patch of their life to sit with them and talk to them was also very difficult during that time but somehow did it to a point where both of them actually understood and it gave them an opportunity to understand each other better which they did and they were like together after that didn't go ahead with the divorce wow. which was like a very very amazing feeling and i thought it stops there but recently i got a call from them they have delivered a baby and they were so happy they were so emotional they were like we never saw this in our lives and i know that you think you didn't play a very huge role but trust me if it were not for that day we wouldn't have been here where we are and which is why they wanted me to keep the name of the baby based oh on my numerology God, wow. to be a very small part of someone's it's very huge for me to be a part Absolutely. of these things this is a true success yeah i think these are the days where it makes me feel like okay i want to do what i do and it's Amazing. just a different kind of satisfaction altogether awesome mahak really thank you so much for taking the time to impart some of your knowledge about graphology and numerology with our audience here today and i am sure now many of our listeners will be looking into their signatures numbers <laughs> they would like to know more about this so before we say goodbye if you can tell our listeners where they can find you and follow you that would be great Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle goes as graphology underscore by Mehak, and you all can find me there. You all can message me there. My email ID is graph by Mehak at the red gmail dot com. Please feel free to get in touch. Whatever doubts you have, I'm always around to clear that. And yes, guys. start writing it's going to change <laughs> awesome. your life thank you meg yes. we're going to put your details on our show notes as well and thank you so much again and good luck to you thank you so much for having me i am so happy to be a part of this if you enjoy our conversations please like and subscribe see you next wednesday